This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, February 18th, 2016. I'm Caleb Brown. Apple CEO Tim Cook will fight a court order to assist the FBI. The agency wants the company not to provide specific data, but to compel Apple to write software to compromise its own security. What incentives might such an order create for other tech companies? Julian Sanchez, a senior fellow at the Cato Institute, offers his analysis. Apple CEO Tim Cook has written an open letter to uh, customers, sort of calling attention to uh, the FBI's request and now a court order to do what? So this is a, a rather unusual order. It's very common uh, in criminal investigations for a software company or a technology company to be, a- to be asked to uh, turn over uh, data they already have in their possession. And of course, uh, in the San Bernardino case, uh, the FBI has already obtained huge amounts of data that Apple had in backup in their iCloud, uh, messages that were posted on Facebook, uh, data like that. What the FBI is asking for here is something rather unusual. They are asking Apple to write them new software, in effect, a hacking tool that consists of a new customized version of the iOS operating system. Uh, the uh, One of the San Bernardino shooters had an older iPhone that is apparently locked with a simple numerical pin uh, to protect the encrypted data on that phone. And of course, Apple no longer has the capability to directly decrypt that data. What the FBI wants them to do is to write a customized operating system that will no longer erase the encryption keys stored on the phone if you guess the wrong code too many times. They want to be able to, in essence, uh, automatically guess uh, thousands or millions of different passcodes uh, in order to access that data, which if you can bypass the delays and the automatic erase that's built into the system as a security measure, uh, you can do in, in a few hours or days uh, at most, at least with a simple numerical code. If there's a really strong, long passcode, it still would take uh, many years to get at the data. Um, but if they can bypass that security measure, they can brute force it, as it's called, uh, just guessing uh, all the different combinations uh, in pretty short order. And this is likely to be cast, I think, as part of the ongoing uh, crypto wars, the debate over encryption and whether companies should be uh, mandated to build in some kind of backdoor for government access. Um, but this is really about more than encryption. It's really about conscription, in effect, uh, because what's at issue here is whether a software developer can be compelled to write hacking tools or spyware for the government. And as uh, Tim Cook says in his letter, uh, you have to ask whether uh, there's any logical limit to the kind of request they're making. So, For instance, uh, you know, the FBI sometimes plants bugs in the homes of criminal suspects or the offices of criminal suspects. Well, it would be a lot easier not to have to break in. It would be a lot easier if you could just get Apple to push out uh, a custom OS X update that remotely turns your laptop into a microphone, a remotely activated microphone. Uh, or uh, you could get Adobe Flash or any other software that's routinely updated uh, to install some kind of spyware. Can the government uh, use the All Writs Act to order a company to become essentially a hacking provider for it. Now, Tim Cook writes here uh, in reference to what you just said, rather than asking for legislative action through Congress, the FBI is proposing an unprecedented use of the All Writs Act of 1789 to justify an expansion of its authority. What is the All Writs Act? That is a kind of a all-purpose legislation that allows 
courts to issue orders uh, giving effect to its its decisions. Uh, it's used in a wide variety of cases, but I am not aware of a case quite like this, where uh, again, essentially, a private entity is being uh, is not not being. Uh, hired by the government to write uh, software, but is going to be compelled uh, to write software uh, that, that meets government specifications. Uh, that's, I think, again, uh, I'm not aware of a, of a precedent exactly on point for, for something like this. Uh, and it creates, I think, a kind of powerful conflict of interests or incentives. I mean, would you want to hire uh, a system administrator who you know is freelancing as a hacker on the side? What essentially this kind of order does is says uh, companies that are designing software and products to secure their users' data are at the same time going to be compelled to compete against themselves, to be the hackers of their own software. Uh, it's, not, it's not entirely clear which way this incentive is cut. Uh, one, one way it might cut is it, uh, it creates an incentive to uh, make your software so secure that you can honestly say to the government, well, there's just nothing we can do to help. Although, you know, until software is perfectly secure, which it's never going to be, um, there's probably always something a company can do to help in some way. This isn't, for example, a case where they're going to be able to guarantee uh, immediate access to the data, but it's a way of uh, making it more feasible for the FBI to guess uh, passcodes quickly. Um, and so... As a company, the, the, the sort of question you present, uh, you're presented with if, if orders like this uh, are acceptable is, uh, well, how secure do you really want to make the software you're providing to your users? Because the government may compel you in the future to spend the time and energy of your engineers breaking your own security. And so the more secure you make it, in a way, the more headaches you create for yourself down the road. Uh, and to the extent that American companies depend so much on the trust of their users, not just in the U.S., but abroad, it just seems incredibly short-sighted to me to say uh, we're going to adopt publicly as a, as a practice um, the idea of compelling American software makers uh, to also become government hackers. Uh, you know, would you, would you as a foreign enterprise want to buy software knowing that if there are vulnerabilities in it, and there are always vulnerabilities in software, um, the company itself can be made to hack you by the government. Tim Cook has made no secret uh, previously of his discomfort with the kinds of uh, requests that the government has made and some other companies have as well. Uh, where do you see this going? This is a court order and uh, it would seem that uh, Tim Cook at the very least is trying to make his statement as loud as possible, perhaps to signal to other players in uh, hardware and software to act similarly. Yeah, I mean, I, I have to confess, perhaps this is too cynical, but um, you know, months after the San Bernardino shooting, I have to wonder how seriously the FBI believes it's likely that there's going to be crucial data on this phone that they haven't already been able to obtain from all the other sources they have of backed up communications and from other kinds of service providers. Uh, 
it's tempting to to think that maybe part of what's going on here is this is a very high-profile case, a very emotional case, uh, where the cost to Apple of pushing back is is presumably much higher. Um, oh, you're refusing to help the government investigate these San Bernardino shooters. Uh, and so in a way, it's a kind of ideal case to push the envelope a little bit, uh, try something a little bit more radical, a little bit uh, unprecedented, uh, and, and essentially dare Apple to fight back. And it looks as though... Uh, in this case, at least, Apple has called the bluff, but we're already certainly seeing uh, public criticism from, uh, for instance, some of the presidential candidates of them for for, uh, for pushing back. And that is no doubt uh, something the government is, is happy to be taken as a message by other developers who might uh, contemplate uh, resisting such uh, unprecedented court orders. Now, how meaningful is this if a great deal of data is already being collected as it leaves an iPhone and there's like, you know, upstream collection of the data. Yeah, you know, it's always hard to know how seriously to take the public pronouncements, especially of intelligence agencies, which are almost institutionally in the business of uh, disinformation. Uh, We've heard a lot of complaining over the last few years about how these agencies are going dark because of broader use of encryption, even as at the same time, uh, other experts have said we're really in a golden age for surveillance because there are so many unprecedented sources of data that uh, government agencies can turn to. Um, It just didn't used to be the case that there was a quasi-permanent record of everything you read on a daily basis, which uh, now is sort of a matter of course there is. It didn't used to be the case that we all had uh, tracking devices with microphones on them, um, you know, carried in our pockets and and sitting in our homes, and now we do. There's an enormous growth of of surveillance opportunities for the government, and the government is saying, oh gosh, how awful it is that we're going dark, which of course is what you want the adversary to think. If you are trying to spy on terrorists and criminals, uh, what you ideally want is extraordinary capabilities while your adversaries believe you don't have uh, such capabilities so that they uh, don't think they need to take extraordinary measures, that they are lulled into a false sense of security. Uh, and it is, uh, you know, I think hard not to not to suspect that uh, some of this may be uh, a little bit of kabuki, a little bit of, uh, you, know, you know, don't throw me in the briar patch. Um, so that the very people the government likes to spy on, um, you know, don't become worried about need to the need to increase their operational security, uh, but relax in the belief that the government is is going blind somehow. Julian Sanchez is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute. Subscribe to this podcast at iTunes, Google Play, and with Cato's iOS app. Also follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast. <laughs>